This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, welcome to The Masculine Journey, and welcome to a new year. It's already 2020. It's hard to believe. Yeah, it's a brand new decade. It I don't care decade. what those other people say. Yeah, I don't get the confusion. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah. They never asked me. No. I would have said them straight. I've never been involved in a poll either. <laughs> I don't know if those people there are polled, but been hit with a couple polls. It was but they, that's them, and those that <laughs> exactly. were asked. Yeah, it wasn't me. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Masculine Journey. We're going to be talking today about a topic that is something we could really talk about for a few weeks, and we actually might do that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the topic of initiation. And today, specifically, we're going to talk about the importance of men initiating the young boys that are in their life, mm-hmm. whether that be your sons, nephews, people that you know God brings you along with. It could be people in your uh, Sunday school that you get involved in some of that initiation that God will help you do it. But before we do that, Darren, can you help us a little bit with, and I'm just throwing this question at you, so you may not be ready for it, but why do you think it's important that kids get initiated? Well, because, you know, I mean, if you look scripturally, there's a really good biblical precedence for this. You look at uh, David, for instance, you know, he he goes out and he tends sheep, right? He's a shepherd of sheep. And you don't think of a shepherd of sheep as a small boy, but he was. And he fights off a lion and he fights off a bear. And that gives him the courage. He's initiated in those things to fight off a giant, which gives him the courage to lead other men, which gives him the ability to lead a nation of people, which, you know, and all of those battles serve him well, even when seemingly the kingdom turns against him, you know, and and so forth and so on. Uh, Moses does the same things. There's lots of initiation in the Bible. Jesus is initiated, you know, Jesus grows up as a, as a small boy in a carpenter's workshop and, but begins to be initiated by the, the rabbis and the teachers and, you know, his father, his mother, the other family members, and then even with God himself. I mean, you know, the father, when Jesus is baptized, you know, God descends on him in the form of the Holy Spirit And then God declares, this is my boy. He's my beloved son. He's the apple of my eye. I love him. Listen to him. You know, I'm well pleased with him. And then immediately sends him off into the desert for more initiation. And so if it's good for Jesus, it's got to be good for us. Yeah, and I, I would think that as adults, if we could get the lens to see the troubles and the challenges we have, as opportunities for initiation. Instead of a problem. Instead of a problem, it would probably help us get through it. Yeah. You know, if we could turn to God and say, God, what are you trying to initiate me through in this? What are you going to, not that he's bringing it on per se, but Mm -hmm. what are you going to help me grow out of this if I let you do that? Mm -hmm. Right? And and let him initiate us, because that'll be a show that we do on that, more than likely, is we'll talk about God initiating us. But, you know, it is important that if you don't get that as a little boy, little girl, whatever, right? But if you don't get that as a little boy, you're not going to have the power you need as you face bigger challenges as life comes. Which 
leads me to another idea on this whole thing of initiation. We're a group of men. There's, uh, what, six of us sitting in the room right now. And uh, we initiate each other. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things which you have. I mean, yesterday you spent time with me looking over stuff that I was really unsure about with regard to I'm building a new home. And and, you know, you have expertise in that. And literally, by the time I talked to you about things and you left, I felt more initiated, literally in making good decisions, good choices, and moving forward in my little journey on that regard. And so if you find yourself as a man listening to this or a woman and you're, you've got a man in your life, a grown man in your life that needs some initiation, don't beat them up over that. Don't beat yourself up over that. Go find some good men, spend time with them who can help initiate you in the things that you are uninitiated in now. Absolutely, and God often uses, thank you, each of us to, to do that with one another, and it's it's amazing to see him work in that. I, until right now, had not even thought about how often my father was initiating me when I was growing up, and I had a great father, but we did Indian guides that had rituals in it of initiation, and that was a very young, at a young age, scouts, and he went, went through all that with me. <laughs> done that before at least this one was water just spilled water all over you the set andy, there a little bit. <laughs> andy just got <laughs> baptized, I'm baptized. I'm baptized andy. <laughs> but the, the, the scouts was a yeah. big part of and still is a big part of what i feel like i learned through that he took me flying he let me do everything except land the plane mm-hmm. and that was you know from seven or eight up till 14 or 15. So that was a big part of my life, and it just hit me. That's awesome. Thank you. I think I'm going to switch gears just a little bit here for a moment. Sometimes it's easier to understand what something is when you can see what it's not. And so this clip that we're going to play is from a a movie called Animal House. And yes, we can play a clip from Animal House on Christian radio. It's just got to have the right context. And in this context... It's about initiation, and this is a fraternity, Robbie, right? That they- yeah, you got two different fraternities, actually. You, you know, you have the Deltas, which is the one John Belushi's in, and, and you know, he's going to give these guys their new name, <laughs> which is, you know, quite comical when it comes to Flounder. But then the other group, which I actually forget the name of the other fraternity, Phi Com, no, whatever, yeah. um, you know, they're going to really, you know, play hardball and, you know, when I picture initiation, that's kind of what you think of. Uh, I state your name. I state your name. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Do hereby pledge allegiance to the frat. Uh, with liberty and fraternity for all. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Sergeant at Arms. Do your duty. Now on your job to talk, my name is Weasel. Uh, now on, your name is Mothball. <laughs> Kroger, your Delta Tau kind name is Pinto. Why Pinto? Why not? Well, what's my Delta Tau kind name? Dorfman, you've given this a lot of thought. From now on, your name is Flounder. Hunter. 
now consecrate the bond of obedience. Assume the position. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Okay. I think I'd rather be in the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think, you know. The first fraternity. Yeah, they give you a new name and everything. It's, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, new name. It's got a lot of stuff we talk about. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not quite the same context. Kind of fits us, you know, yeah. a little bit closer to yeah. you know, the masculine journey. flounder? <laughs> His wasn't the worst, and I think he got an upgrade from Dorfman. Yeah, yeah he might have. He might have. You're right. It, it could have been. Uh, I want to lay some context here for a minute, though. The the uh, and apparently the word context is huge today for me. I'm not sure why. <laughs> but uh, in this, when when a young boy, you don't start with initiation, right? You start with love, mm-hmm. and that's important to know. You could initiate too mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. You could initiate too much too early. Mm-hmm. Right, and so walking with God and walking with other men is critical mm-hmm. in doing that. But the first and the foundation is always love, because mm-hmm. without the love, the initiation feels harsh. Mm-hmm. Right, you got to have that basis and that foundation of love to build on. And so, if you haven't had the opportunity with the young men in your life, because we're talking about mm-hmm. young boys, to really love on them, go do that. Right, until they know without a doubt, nothing without a question, that I'm loved. And then it's time to initiate. And that doesn't matter if they're, they're five mm. or if they're 50, right? And it's not a young boy at that point, but if you're talking about your sons, you know, go love on them. That's the most important thing. And then, then you move into the initiation stage. You know, one of the stories that I hadn't shared with you guys, probably in a long time, I know Darren's probably heard it, but when Caleb was growing up, my oldest son, he, he loved to work for money. You know, you know, I would give him extra chores and he would go earn money. He just really liked to do that. Well, I used to pay him hourly on some stuff. And then we, I, I decided, you know what? I'm going to have him bid a job, right? <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, if I pay you hourly, you can just take your time, right? I'm going to have you bid. You tell me what you think that job's worth. Yep. Right? And then we'll come to an agreement, and then you can go do the job. He's like, okay. And he, it was to clean all the leaves in the yard, which the boys were doing today, which is probably why I was thinking about it. <laughs> And he gave me a price, and it was so terribly low. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. I'm like, he didn't even walk out and look at the job. I'm like, no, bud, you got to go look at the job. Go make sure mm-hmm. you factor in your time. Not, Dad, I can do it for $50 or whatever the number was. I'm like, all right. You know, mm-hmm. so he went out, and he worked out there about, I don't know, three quarters of a day. And he came in, he's like, I'm going to need some more money. <laughs> and, and i'm like no you bid that work pal we got a, we got a deal you're gonna do it and i would not let him off of that yeah it's good until he got done with the job and man he was mad at me and then i gave him more money mm. you know and then the next year when he came in and he went to bid he, he gave me like a number that was way too high <laughs> and I, then i said i had to teach him you know a free market enterprise yeah. i said i'll just go hire your buddy jalen down the street and he'll do it a lot cheaper than that <laughs> right but you know you fast forward when caleb mm-hmm. was working uh from the, the couple years in college uh, in the summers he would do odd jobs you know and he mm-hmm. could go out and he could feel comfortable bidding a job because he That's knew cool. how to do it mm-hmm. you know and i was grateful that god gave that to me along the way because it helped him grow Absolutely. that's exactly how i I mean, I'm a I'm self-employed, 
and I bid jobs all the time. And it started when I was 14 years old. My uh, brother-in-law's father came to me and said, hey, I want you to clear my fence line. How much would you charge me? And I was like, uh, you know, and, but he was a business owner. He was a paint contractor. And so he he taught me how to do that. And I still think of that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome when men come beside you. It's even better when it's your dad. It, it, it's it's it was a cool experience, and I wish I could say you know I knew that's what was going to happen, but God knew, mm-hmm. right? And God took that and He used it for good, and it was really great. And it's been a great thing, and obviously my son's still cleaning my leaves. But if you want to listen <laughs> to some of the other topics that we talked about, go to maskandjourney.org, and you can pick up some of the past podcasts on new name that we talked about today and a lot of other different things but there's so many good things there and also the upcoming boot camp april 2nd no yeah second through fifth go register now robbie delmore here and the truth network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today and now mike lindell who by the way i've met and is a great guy the inventor and ceo of my pillow wants to give back to our listeners for the first time you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows <laughs> maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. Hi, this is Sam with Mask on Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. I am William Wallace. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Find out from Jesus what you will do with that freedom. A four-day adventure with God. It's a Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. Boot Camp is designed to give men permission to be what God designed them to be. Passionate warriors for the kingdom. Coming this April, April 2nd through the 5th. Register now at MasculineJourney.org. I just like the song. I, mean, I, could, I could sit and listen to it. I'm let it finish. <laughs> well, there's a lot of initiation going on right there. There is. That when you think about the movie that that comes from. Yeah, from Stripes. Right? You know, th- those guys were n- not even close to a team until they went to boot camp. Mm-hmm. And, and learning to operate as a team is a big part of initiation that men got to go through. And as you often mention, that masculinity can only be bestowed mm-hmm. by masculinity. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, why it's just critical 
to see, you know, men around your young man that you may have. Like, I was just really cool this Christmas. My son has two sons. And watching these two, you know, one of them's two and a half and one of them's one and a half. And they're vying for their dad's attention. And I'm watching all this, you know, go on and, and, and to see... You know, they were getting that apple of the eye deal of being in dad's lap and what that looked like. And and it's kind of cool when you understand really, wow, this is one of the most important relationships mm-hmm. in the universe, that of a, a father and a son. And, and here is the, you know, ground zero, mm-hmm. you know, right there when they're a little bitty. When we talk about this initiation, I think it's important to, to understand that a father's role is vital, mm. but it, it God does it often when a father's not in the in place. God uses other men in life, and even if the father is in place, other men are still critical, mm. right? Because even when your your kids know that you love them as well as you can, at some point it almost becomes expected. Yeah. Well, well, dad's gonna dad's gonna dad loves me, so he's always gonna tell me good things. Right or they're they're going to be conditioned to kind of maybe not be able to hear some of that from you. So bringing these other men around you is important, isn't it, Darren? Yeah, it is. I I had the opportunity to do that with my son. I made sure I I wasn't walking in this message mm-hmm. back then, but I had read some good things from like Robert Lewis, Raising a Modern Day Knight, uh, uh, Stu Weber, Locking Arms, different things like that. Um, and those guys stressed the importance of having good men around you that your boys could look up to and that your boys could spend time with. And so I actually went on a very purposeful mission when my son was about 12 or 13 years old to find good men in and around me that I could turn my son loose with so that, you know, there were questions he wasn't going to bring to me that he would bring to one of those guys. There were things that he would not say to me that he might say to those guys. And to have safety in those men that my son could, you know, spend time with and literally do it without me around, you know, so that it, it's it's an even freer atmosphere. I do the same thing with my grandson. I'm raising my grandson um, a week and a half, two weeks ago. Robbie, while I was in the hospital, Robbie took him hunting for the first time. I couldn't have done that. I, I don't have that experience. That's not in my tool shed. And but it is in Robbie's and and, you know. Carson thinks Robbie's a cool dude. I mean, he he likes all of you guys, but Robbie's the guy that took him hunting, so he's cooler than y'all, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, now, Andy, you have a, a clip that you have that, that kind of shows the, the power of other people yeah. right. uh, in, the, in, the, in a young boy's life, but also to help support the father. Yep. So I'll let you give the background to This Is Us, the episode. I just found it when we were talking about this subject, and I thought it was really good. Go ahead and set up the... If you haven't seen the, the TV show, This Is Us, it's about a, a young couple. Well, it, it does a lot of flashbacks, but mm-hmm. in the beginning of the story, there's a young couple was pregnant with triplets. They go in to have a delivery that day. One of the baby dies before mm-hmm. it can be delivered, so they have two. That same day, and they're a white family. Mm-hmm. That same day, a African-American baby was dropped off at a fire station that mm-hmm. was born that day, and he was brought to the same hospital. And they took him in and began to raise him as their own son, and so they were raised as triplets. Right, right. And so there's that dynamic. Mm-hmm. But you know, his name's Randall, and that's the boy that we're going to talk about in this clip. Right. And so I didn't understand the, all that background. I didn't understand the dy- family dynamics. But 
it really spoke to me just on the on the clip. You've got a um, a leader, uh, karate leader in a dojo that's getting ready to do the, or he's doing the initiation uh, with the father. Well, really, the son, and, and he has the son get on the father's back and do push-ups while he's doing this conversation. And like we said, there's there's commitments from all three involved, the son, the father, and the community about the initiation and the responsibility to grow the boy as a community. What are we here to build, boys? Father, spirit, community. The three pillars. Now, before we begin, we have a new member to initiate today. Randall, come over here. Fathers. Randall, how old are you, son? Nine. Nine years old. Fine age. Do you think you have a good life? Yeah, I think so. Good. Good. I hope you always have a good life. But as you get older, you might start to find that things get harder. The world isn't always a kind place, especially for men like us. Take a look at the people on this map. We are your community. When things get hard, we are going to be the ones who hold each other up. As Randall's father, you are his foundation. Come lie down. As if you're gonna do a push-up. Randall, climb on your father's back. Jack, your back was built to carry your son through life. Are you willing to hold him up no matter what comes his way? Yes. Show Good. Now keep going. Are you willing to raise this young boy into a strong man? Yes, sir. Are you willing to push him to be the best man in the world he can be? Yes. So, Andy, what was it about that clip? I mean, it's an awesome clip, mm-hmm. but what was it that really just spoke to your heart? Boy, I wished I would have had something like that. I mean, my dad de- initiated me in a different way, but it wasn't with a community. It wasn't with, um, you know, that much of a focus. It was more passive instead of an active initiation, but it was still... You know, I think all of us long for that kind of thing. And for it to be more more atten- intentional than it actually happens, sometimes, like I say, it's just passive in how it, in it, how it happens. But you knew that that son had been initiated that time. And it wasn't just the father and the son, but the community around it as well. Yeah, one of the things that uh, when you go to a boot camp, one of the, the talks that is done is um, sonship, you know, having God as father. And one of the exercises that a couple of us have done when we've done that talk is to spend some time with God and say, help me see the the people you put in my life to help father me. And it's an amazing exercise to go through is to see that. You know, Jim, you talked about, you know, being in uh, scouts. Right. You know, and but there was a, when I look back, there were a lot of good scout leaders that helped father me during that oh, time. Oh, yeah. I had several. You know, and until you have that context and you can see that and say, oh, wow, God, that's what you were doing there. You were helping me understand the importance of leadership. And older boys. Yeah, not exactly. Not just the yeah. adult leaders. Yeah, not just when they're playing pranks on me, but, you know, also, <laughs> you know, to help me. It, you know, they Even did. that was an initiation. <laughs> my my uh, Boy Scout leader probably did one of the best things that he could do. He put me in charge of the, the, the troop. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, but you know what? I grew so much in that year. You know, I look back and I think, boy, he took a big risk. You know, I can't remember what the title was at the time. Senior patrol leader. Senior patrol leader, yeah. <laughs> and like, I was senior patrol leader, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I, this guy hates me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, no, but you know, I, I learned a lot about leadership because it was a lot different when you had to make your friends go do something they didn't want to go do. You know, and I look back at, at the beginnings of that and just thank him for the leadership that that gave me and the time to be able to do that. You know, guys, uh, on this initiation of boys, uh, it's important. I don't masculinity is bestowed. We did say that, but it doesn't mean that females don't have an important role to play. You know, in, in a mother, pretty vital in that role as well. Yeah, um, for Carson, my grandson, uh, he had uh, he had been a very insecure child um, before he came to live permanently with with Sheila and I. And uh, a few years ago, you would have not recognized him as the same kid that he is now. And a lot of that is Sheila. People think of me as being a type A personality and a guy that doesn't mind being on the radio or speaking publicly and all that. But Sheila is on TV and radio and speaks publicly all the time as well. And she's way smarter than I am. And uh, so a few years ago, he wanted some prize that they were going to get if you know the kids sold enough in school right uh, sold enough fundraiser stuff well sheila initiated carson in the art of fundraising which is a part of her job as well and she literally took him out and took him to every house in Louisville. i think i'm sorry Louisville. um <laughs> and you know and and taught him and educated him and would stand back and listen to his presentation and then coach him up and do the whole nine yards and that boy got the prize that he was wanting but to this day he'll walk up to strangers on the street and open up a conversation with them and they'll look at me and go man you are a phenomenal father or grandfather and i'm like no it was really his granny but <laughs> I, I did get to see something pretty cool yesterday and hopefully you're right with me sharing this carson had a, a something he wants to do when he gets back you know he wants to build something what was it that he wanted to build it was it was a wood. He wanted to get a block of wood. Yeah, he wants to build a, a, a basically a snowboard. He wants to yeah, build a right. snowboard to pull behind our UTV. Yeah, and you know your response to that, and Sheila's response was drastically different. Yeah. <laughs> Sheila was like, "No, no, no," and I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's cool," you know. And Sheila's like, "You're going to break a leg," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." That's how you learn. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. That's where some of that difference comes in. That the female is very important in that role, and she's a great help in that role but really the boy has to learn certain things he can only get from the man you know and, and that's important and that doesn't have to be a, the dad if the dad's not there it can be grandpa very often it is grandpa it can be uncle it can be friend it can be stepdad it can be all these different places right it could be somebody in your sunday school class that god calls you to say hey speak love and speak life into them right you never know what those words are going to go do what i do know is it makes a huge difference in the lives and, and just being available. So I'd ask you this week to, to pray and say, God, who are you calling me to help initiate? And what's that role that you have for me to play? Right? And if it's not your kid, you might want to speak to their parents about it. <laughs> but, but go speak Who's to God first. Thanks for listening and join us next week as we talk about initiating girls.